and Google taking over the Beers and Beards podcast. This is actually a AI generated episode. This is not AI generated. Let me tell you this. Spoiler alert! If anybody that I work with is listening, we're spoiling spoilering thirteen seconds into the show. I know. Listen, it's been a minute. I've not we'll been drinking we'll, already. I, we'll I get into our absence, but I had to teach class a few uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, Professor Gary, and I really wasn't into it. Right, like the content was fine, but it it was more so the, the audience. content is the audience. Oh, they sucked. They weren't into it that much. Oh. So I'm very much a person who matches energy. And then yeah. I push that energy, right? So if we have competing energies, I'm always going to go higher. So wasn't really feeling it. Me and my partner that do it, I was like, fuck it. I did almost, I'm going to say some of it was just strictly stolen from other people who I credited. Like, were you doing jokes? No, no, I was, doing, I was teaching, and the rest of it was all, all the bullet points for PowerPoint, which I didn't want to do, was created through Chat GPT. Awesome. When I say created through Chat GPT, I didn't amend it for my own set. I just copied and pasted it. <laughs> and guess what? Nobody knows. Nobody knew. No, Nobody did anybody knows. call you out, or did you say it, or or uh, not? Nothing Listen, happened. again, no offense to the, the great men and women in the crowd, all 20 years older than me. So, oh, they were probably ready for a nap. Yeah. But well, I tell you what, they could have turned their volume up loud and listened to the Beards and Beards podcast. On their hearing aids. This is, after, yeah. <laughs> at, put, a, put a pin in the hearing aid. I, I'm going to circle back to hearing okay. aids here in a second. It's been a couple weeks. Getting ready to record. I guess two weeks ago, and David's like, he, he was really taking his running seriously. It was the week before his marathon. He was doing his ice bass. Uh, he yeah. had his one last round of EPO, Lance Armstrong style, mm-hmm. and then it was off to the races. Did you finish in the top 10, David, of yes. the flying pig named after you? Yep. Marathon. My name's Take Race. Uh, I was in the top half of people in general. I was happy with that. That's my goal is to be better than half the people. Yeah. Because I feel like I have to be able to run like in a zombie attack. The, like half the people, the zombies would probably get tired of eating people after like half the people. See, you're worried about running away. I'm taking the fight to them. Yeah. Like Walking Dead style. I told Angie... This is also uh, terrible marriage advice, but I told her I was like, "No offense, but in a zombie attack, like you would, you'd probably be the first one to go. I'm, I'm not going to save you because <laughs> I feel like Talk. you would just, you would just drag me down. You would hold me back." Now, were you a Walking Dead fan? Not really. Have you ever seen it? I mean, I, I understand the concept. I've played the video game <laughs> at Dave and Buster's. I didn't know there was a video game. It is it's like pretty, a zombie shooter game. Yeah. Yeah, you just have to like, yeah, yeah, survive and. Robert Kirkman, the creator, from Richmond. Hey, he's Richmond, from Cynthiana, actually. You went to? Didn't you go to a brewery in Cynthiana? Yeah. Um, Cynthiana Brewing. No, it has two names. <laughs> I forget. That's two. We were. It was super awkward because we went there, and it this place like. 
it's one of those breweries in a small town that kind of doubles as like the local watering hole. And so you walk in there and they're like, you're not supposed to be in here. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> and there was a big birthday party and like two thirds of the people were drinking like, like Bud Light. Not anymore. Like, you're, but you're, at a, you're at a brewery. Um, anyway. Yeah. What was did that the, place called? Did the Bud Light fiasco. I know it didn't impact you because you're not a Bud Light drinker, but as somebody who tries not to give a shit about anything, I was unbothered by by all that. By uh, all the Bud Light thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... And I can't get a straight answer. Has it affected their bottom line? Yes. Yeah. Their, their like, consumption was down, like, 20%. Um... Not to bother me. I'm trying to remember the name of this brewery. So I'm looking. Maiden City. It's Maiden Voyage of the Maiden City. Um, yeah, there it has affected them drastically, and they've even like pivoted. I think they fired the person that came up with the idea. Like it's <laughs> it's kind of wild. So, if you've been if not that anybody cares our take on this because this is not a, a even a Budweiser. We neither one of us have have Bud Light energy to us. Ble. But coming from a place where Bud Light is the drink of champions, you know, in Kentucky, it uh, I've not seen it really affect. I still see tons of people like when they go out drink Bud Light, all that. It's just like anything else. It'll be a couple weeks. People will forget about it. They'll see those blue cans. I thought it was a campaign, right? This is how unattached I am. But the through the great value of TikTok, I've I've learned. I've yeah, soaked in some knowledge. That's where you educate. You edu- this educate was not a campaign. You. This was they just sent that creator a can. Yeah, and she posted it to TikTok or he what whatever. And it was not. You couldn't go buy that can. Right. <laughs> it's not like it all. Like, it, Fuck! Why do we got our own can? I know we need a beers and beards can. Think people would cancel beers, us? Beers, beards, buds, boom. Do you think I'll we would back. piss Kid Kid Rock off? Like, but lad, I'm done with you. I'm gonna buy a bunch of your beer and shoot it. I up. feel like we, if we really tried, if we took the filters off and had a couple drinks, we could piss everybody off. It doesn't take much. I don't we, think I would. You, I would piss. Like, no, no, no. I've been around you drunk. People would like you me looked, better. You no, you look to piss people off. David's like that. David's like the little <laughs> dog that's real cute and then, but has that mean streak to him. Yeah, and you know, like you have to watch him the whole time. I know or, how to. I know how to go up to the line but not cross it. You do push the boundaries. Yeah, but so, in a funny. But I'm also funny, so it's that helps. That may help. <laughs> so that may help. The, so tell me about this marathon, right? I, I well, still. I'm probably going to run faster than you when I truly decide to commit to this. Yeah. Um, but the I think we should, Mother Nature we should was do. against you, right? Yes. I'll tell you about that. I'll, I'm going to. So we're we're going to do a race. Uh-huh. We're going to do a half marathon. Amazing race next year. Uh huh. I'll give At you when and whenever whenever you pick the time place, whatever. We do a half marathon. Uh-huh. The winner. <laughs> Is the host of the show. Okay. The loser is the co-host. Okay. <laughs> For one episode. 
No, for the whole until the end of time. We we transfer ownership from the ourselves to sidekick. one of us. Yeah. One of them is the host and the other is the is like the main guy and then the other one's a sidekick. <laughs> Beers and Beards podcast <laughs> hosted by David McKinney featuring Gary Thomas. Exactly. <laughs> um But yeah, so we I mean I've listened to a couple marathon podcasts, so I'm yeah, you're an I'm expert, expert. Drinks, so go ahead. But the yeah, so uh what was it? So all weekend beautiful, but mm-hmm. you know, you see that the the weather coming like oh Sunday morning. Between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m., it's like Armageddon. You're it's like, like a, oh, man. A, a tall cow pissing on a flat rock. Exactly. But you go and you're like, oh, I just hope it, you know, whatever. Are so you, I wake up. So race starts at 6.30 on Sunday. Hold on, pause. I'm not organized nor very observant, but is this something in your experience preparing for these races? Are you checking the weather the night before? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I check all the time, and I mean, you. the The thing they say is like, you know, run through anything, run in the rain. I don't mind running in the rain, heat, snow, whatever. I don't really like running in ice. Not that I would. I mean, that just is dangerous. That's why you'll never beat me in a marathon. You got to run ice marathon. <laughs> I have ice in my veins at the North Pole. <laughs> but yeah, they you know you run through anything, so you're prepared, and I'm mentally prepared. Like, okay, I'm gonna get soaked. Right, it's gonna be raining. Whatever. Wake up! I get up at this. The race starts at six thirty. Starts at six thirty. So you, I was, I woke up at four a.m. on Sunday, and nothing because it was supposed to rain like storm all through the night. And I'm like, okay, maybe it'll like speed up and push through, and then you know, be whatever muggy, but but no rain on Sunday. I woke up a couple times through the night, and I was pissed that it wasn't raining. I'm like, come on, let's go. <laughs> but anyway, I get up at four o'clock. Nothing still. And then right around 5.30, get ready to leave my house, and a big system rolls through. Like, ah, oh, it was it was pretty wild for about five And minutes. you ran this with your wife as well, right? Yeah, my wife ran Angie. Yeah, so. <laughs> Not to be confused with your other wife. My other wife. Well, I, I feel like I say Angie sometimes, and people are like, who's that? Anyway. So, yeah, there's a, the first system. You're like, okay, maybe that's all it is. And you go line up, whatever. You know, it's a big, like thousands, like I think 20,000 people total between the marathon and half marathon. So lots and lots of people. It's not just like a handful of people out running. And does everybody start at the same time? So that starts in waves. And um, you start at, you know, starts at 630. They're like, okay, whatever. We're, We're still on for starting at 630. They start it like about five minutes before the start of the race, it starts raining. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm already, I expected the rain. You got eye of the tiger in your earbuds. Eye of the tiger, whatever. I didn't wear earbuds the whole time. I just run with, with my thoughts like Forrest Gump. Um, okay. But we, st- so we start and then within the first mile. So the first, so this is a race in Cincinnati, which Kentucky, Ohio, Ohio, Kentucky, you were running to Kentucky and, in the first four miles, you go across two bridges, metal bridges, mind you. So <laughs> over the first bridge, it starts, the rain starts to pick up. And I'm like, uh-oh. So you're like, at this point, you're like a mile in. Like, uh-oh, this, this is not fun. Get into Kentucky, northern Kentucky, Newport, and lightning starts. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, How whatever. dedicated are you to, to finishing this? At this point, this- I'm like, 
it's fine. Like it hadn't really affected me. I'm already soaked all the way through. Whatever. I'm I'm just gonna keep going. Get about three miles in, and the rain is like torrential, like like hot, like stinging you. Like that's how hard it's raining. <laughs> and, and I don't know if what, what are you wearing? Pale. What do you run? Just, like shorts and a tank top. And you cover your nipples to keep them from yeah, hurting. Yeah, little band aids. Those were those were good. Spandex that was the only thing on me that didn't chafe. I didn't wear spandex. I wear like uh, like compression shorts. It's the same thing. Same, yeah, whatever. Spanks for men. Yeah, but the so mile like four, you're going back into Ohio. You go over bridge. That's this one. This bridge is a little steeper, so it's already rained a ton. So the rain is just coming down. You know, going down the bridge up to your ankles and water running through oh, the water. God. See, and going across wet this feet. bridge, mm. going across this bridge, um, just lightning, just f- flashing throughout every like three seconds, and <laughs> get back into Ohio, run through a few you know big puddles, and then you run through downtown Cincinnati, and at Seventh Street. At this point, I'm like, this seems a real like kind of congested, and whatever. So anyway, I run, keep running. That was the worst part. Like the first four or five miles, tons of like, it was, it was wild. Like the, the amount of just rain, the amount of lightning. And I, I do want to say this shout out to Brooks. I wear Brooks running shoes. I do too. And my shoes did not get waterlogged at all. Um, basically once it stopped raining and if I wasn't actively running through water, my shoes were not like soaked and they dried out pretty fast. What about your socks? I was also the only person. My socks were fine. I, I wear like a, like running socks. They're like form-fitting, not cotton. I don't know what Aren't material they are. Aren't all socks form-fitting? Features. They're like tighter. They're like anti-blister ones. I'm also the only person that I know that I think didn't get blisters or have foot issues. Yeah. I mean, my feet were like Did a little Did Angie get blisters? No. She had How like, you, the, you said I'm the only one I she know. Had like her, she had like her toenail almost fell off. Right which is a normal thing for runners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, run the whole thing. I beat my PR by 20 minutes of my first marathon that I did. Did great. It felt great. Everyone that I ran, my whole run group ran great. Get to the end of the race. Cause I didn't look at my phone the whole time into the race. And I actually put my phone in a plastic bag. Cause I'm like, this is going to ruin my phone. If, if I uh, have it just in my pocket, whatever. Um, right. Into the race. And I'm looking and get it see that i have a notification from the app the marathon app and it's like at 7 15 it's like shelter in place ordered <laughs> and you just kept running and it didn't they didn't say anything they didn't tell anybody i'm like I, you let me run a whole damn marathon and it was technically like they said it was paused but it wasn't really so what happened was they pulled one group off one wave off of the of the course and then the people that were behind them just kept going and so the, the people that were in that wave that got pulled off were like, what the hell? Why are we stopping? And all these people are going. So then all those people just started going. And that's what caused all the So is that how you made up the I'm 20 like, minutes? Is they canceled it for 20 minutes? No, I mean, you run your, no, you run your own your own race. Oh, but, so it's uh, like yeah, playing, it playing golf and you keep your own score. Yeah. Oh, you're done. You're done for, bro. <laughs> What's the world no, you, record I for mean, a marathon? You have an official time. You have an official time, but your your time doesn't start until you until you start. Like I didn't actually start cross the start line until like fifteen minutes after the race started. Because so there's like waves. RFID in your bib that knows yeah, it's that a you cross like timing chip. 
Yeah, and you got to cross all the. There's multiple uh, timing spots that you have to cross. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, it was wild. It was crazy to like finish and then be like, wait, this was actually supposed to be. Wait, I could have died. What was it was uh, crazy. What's the celebration like? Uh, There's one. So the, so what what I've listened to and and is you yeah. just can't stop running right like you can't just cross the finish line and be done like your body's got to stay in motion a little bit or it kind of fucks yeah, you. Yeah, you go. They have like a recovery area that you walk through, which is nice. Like they don't let like the general public in because there's people cheering at the end. Whatever you walk through, you get your medal. Your they give you water, banana, whatever. You walk through that. I did some stretching. There's a big like just like after party thing by this time it was beautiful out like it actually got kind of warm and it was nice and sunny and and what's your time five hours i did four hours and 44 46 minutes for a full marathon but i've done a half marathon in under two hours i thought you said i did a half marathon at the same time yeah no in under two hours marathon is i i tell people this half marathon is approachable full marathon it's twice the distance four times the effort it's way harder i don't know i've listened to david goggins enough i feel like i could probably bust out 100 in my first go around yeah i think you yeah go ahead <laughs> let's, let's see you which which angie gets pissed at you for talking shit about running so we're gonna Why? we're gonna make you get out and do because it's it's Why? I mean, because it's something you can do for free but you go and pay to do a marathon so you can get a no ribbon? it's just I think that the biggest thing and people were, of course, there was like post like, you know, after after, you know, after people like these these people are idiots. These people are crazy. And it's like runners are just built different. And someone made yeah, the comment. They, I mean, we, people play real sports. Yeah. But That's someone made the, the comment like, to be to be a runner. You have to be truly dead because it's 90 percent of the time it sucks. But the 10 percent of the time it doesn't suck is like. It's fun. I mean, I, I feel like that's what a crack cocaine addiction is like. That is, it is. Like it's like ba- it's mostly bad, but every once in a while you get a good hit and you <laughs> keep <laughs> you going. That is that is kind of like what what it's like. I think for a lot of people, and it's one of those things. It's a, it's like you have to have ridiculous drive to be able to do. And I, I mean, I I do. I've done a mar- I'm not a marathon runner. Like I've done two marathons. I would not consider myself to be. Like you have to put your, your yourself in your mind and body into a different space to be able to do that, to be able to physically run 26 miles. Well, I, uh, I feel like you have to turn off a bunch of stuff. Like yeah. You have to like, turn off impulse, fucking being rational, and just do it. Yeah. The hardest part after a marathon is to transition back to like leading up, especially at like the week and a half before I'm like I'm eating whatever I want and being able to transition back to like not doing that <laughs> is the hardest part. You're like, Oh, I actually have to like, I mean, I did like a day, like the day after I'm like, okay, kind of gluttonous and cheat then day. cheat day. And then uh, but it was on Monday afterwards. Wow. You're like cheat days on Mondays are no good. Well, I mean the day, the day of like afterwards that same day. And then also the next day. I was just like, whatever. But then you have to like, like my body, I feel like was used to like just consuming. I don't know. I probably would be 50 to 75% more calories on a normal day than what I normally would consume. But just going back to that, I think was the hardest part. But yeah, anyway. Back to a normal uh, human. 
I'm proud Back of you. Normal human. Second marathon. I still would like to I rather still... see you go to the NFL combine or something. Test your real <laughs> athletic yeah. ability. But I'm, if I get invited, I would go. We I should do it. We here we're gonna do NFL. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do an NFL combine. I want to see you like, push a sled. I want to see you get in a three point stance and do, hit the sled. Me and you, we're gonna have a combine. The beers and beards combine. We're gonna do four. Have you listened to new heights? Three count drill. Have no. you listened to, to? Do you know what it is? No, is it a podcast? Yeah, it's the the brothers. What's their name? The tight end for the Chiefs and his brother plays for the Eagles. Oh, Kelsey. Yeah. Jason and Travis. Yeah. Did you ever run into them when they were at Cincinnati? No. They. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I just listened to Andy Reid was on there, who I, is beloved in my book just because human walrus. He's hilarious, bro. And yeah. they said, "What what's the what's people's common misconception about you?" And he's like, "That I, that I don't have a sense of humor." <laughs> what? Well, and, and he does. He's hilarious. I'll have to listen to it. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. So. But yeah. So you did that. I went to Texas. Yeah. I actually <laughs> ran to Texas. <laughs> in five hours and 22 minutes. So nice. Mar- 24 miles, 1700, whatever it is from here to Texas. What you, in your line of work, you traveled a lot. Yeah. In the last year I've traveled a lot and I'm still a rookie at it, but I'm starting to enjoy the small things like <clears throat> watching people miss their flights at the airport. <laughs> You enjoy that? Yes. But again, I'm not an organized person. Don't claim to be, but I am very prompt and early. Yeah, me too. So it's the people that you see rushing. Are you sure that it's always people that are like just late to their first flight or is it missing like connecting flights? Because that's different. Now, true. But so my plane was delayed. I'm, I'm leaving Louisville. Our plane's delayed. 15 minutes because of a lightning strike. You you kept running through lightning. They shut the whole fucking yeah. airport down for for one lightning strike. Like bitches. So we're 20 minutes. So we're supposed to arrive at like 1.15. We're getting there at 1.35. Yeah. And you, if, granted, sometimes it's the only, only options you have. Yeah. Is that short, quick connector. Right. But if 15 minutes is going to make or break you. That's true. I've you been on. Probably like, did not. You yeah. probably did not plan accordingly. I've and I like yeah. laughed. They sometimes will let you be like, "All right, this is a twenty-nine minute layover." And I'm like, how are you even physically going to make that? Like, especially you go to an airport like Charlotte or Denver, where it could it Atlanta. could be a yeah Atlanta. I feel like Atlanta is good because of Atlanta is a big, the, the big train. busy airport. Like, yeah, it's like easy train. access. Yeah. Which they all have that to a certain extent, but it was, uh, I'm like, what are you, who thought that was a good idea for you? Yeah. You know, I don't Speaking know. Speaking of, uh, flights, Gary, you know where I'm going next week. Are you leaving on a jet plane? Leaving on a jet plane, going to Hawaii, baby. Is it already? Yeah. Sunday. I thought it was in the summer. No, this weekend or next one, next week. Leaving on Sunday. Um, what's, how long is that flight? Uh, combined if like if you have, i think if you, went, if you went direct 
It's like nobody hours. flies direct to fucking Hawaii from Cincinnati. Dude. But it's it's combined twelve hours on a plane. It's like so. You, so are you going to fly to, we fly to, to Atlanta, California? Stop and then oh, you got to go even farther east and then back Atlanta and then Atlanta to L.A. Here to Atlanta is an hour. Atlanta to L.A. is like four, almost it's basically five hours. So that's six hours. And then L.A. to Hawaii is like another six hours. And we're going to Maui, so we're not even going to the furthest west. Like, Honolulu. are you going to see the Rock? Yeah, we're going to see the Rock. We're going to see his uh, his birthplace. Wasn't, wasn't his name in Moana? Was Maui? It was Maui. I know it was Maui. We're going to see his birthplace. What? <laughs> it's it's very well documented. What I like to do on vacation, Hawaii yeah. has never interested me. It's like a thing where first I've always heard. Everything is seven times more expensive in general. Yeah. We've budgeted for that. <laughs> We're like, uh. Well. Dang. You, you did just run a marathon. Probably. Yeah. What was, what was the prize for that? Did you even. I got a medal. Through the pack, you should... Oh. So it's not like golf when you finish near the last and you still get a check. Yeah. Like Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Like, can I get one of them giant checks? Uh, so is, it, yeah. is your plan just to hit the beach, get a tan? The beach, we're going to do a little bit of hiking. You didn't even ask me to babysit. Who? Your kid, your dogs. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't think Bella would want you to babysit. She doesn't want anyone to babysit her. It, it, it could have been a, a bonding experience between us. Yeah. She would, like, warm up to you on, like, the day, like the last, like, after a week. Yeah. <laughs> after we beat each other senseless. The trick is, when she's tired, she'll snuggle up to anyone. But if she's not tired, she hates you. Yeah, she's so, like she's selective. If the if, if the travel is twelve plus hours, coming back has to be a monster, right? Because yeah. you're because you're gaining all the time back. You know, you're yeah. you're going you're getting extra time flying out there, right? Six it's six hour difference. Yeah, so so it's really like a six hour net trip yeah. there. We leave, but, so when we like come a back, fifty-two hour trip back. When we come back, we leave. You have to check my math on that. At eight p.m. Hawaii time mm-hmm. on a Monday, and we get home at like seven p.m. Tuesday on Tuesday. So almost twenty-four hours. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Do but you it's really get... only twelve hours, and we only have one stop on the way back. We we fly uh, uh, Maui to Seattle, and then Seattle to Cincinnati. That's not too bad. But Maui to Seattle, I think, is like eight hours. Like it's wild, but it's overnight, so hopefully I'll be able to sleep. I'm trying to book a trip to. I'm not going to L- sleep eight hours on a plane though. That'd be to nice. L.A. Nothing goes direct to L.A. We ha- we have L.A. direct in Cincinnati. Well, like Spirit or something. Like, no, uh, Delta. I don't, have, Del- I don't have Delta money. <laughs> no, I fly. For the- Louisville is by far the cheapest. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know why, but it, it's just always it's always a couple hundred dollars cheaper to fly out of. It is always that, and and sometimes like when I fly, they're like, "Oh, like suggested airport Louisville." I'm like, "I'm not driving to Louisville when I live in Cincinnati." What is it? An hour and twenty minutes to Louisville? You just no, it's like you want to go down hour and I don't know where the airport. I don't know about the airport, but it's like hour and forty five minutes. The airports, Lexington's know. like an hour and twenty minutes for me. Anyway, um. Let's drink. 
I have. I'm bringing one back from the past. Listen, I'm going to be honest. I slept all day yesterday. Um, I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Yeah. I drank a lot of bourbon this week. Got down there. It, they didn't have anything good. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. They didn't have anything special, right? Drank mostly Buffalo Trace. Had a, had two damn good old fashions, bro. Buffalo Traces. I mean, I would go with that all the time. Yeah. Weller. Do they have Weller? Not in Dallas. And no. Dallas was weird, dude, because I got there. I couldn't find Dirk Nowitzki anywhere. I was looking. No, Mark Cuban. Uh, I saw Mark Cuban's office. I was just Michael down the Finley. street from Mark. Uh, no. Um, Jason Kidd. There was a possibility, and I'm not into hockey, but there's a possibility that the Stars would be coming back to play while we were there. So there, we had some Canadians in our group, and they were, they knew one of the players for Dallas. Oh, Dallas Stars. And he's, he's going to get his tickets, but Colorado fucked it. I don't I'm not keeping up with that stuff, but not a big NHL fan. No, so went to a, a lot of pool tables there. Shut down a couple bars, had some drinks. Uh, so when I, I haven't had time to prepare for this podcast, but I did have one un, unopened bottle upstairs. Yeah. So I'm digging back in the archives. If you know me, you know this is one of my favorites. So since the first time, I think the first time I had this bourbon was on this podcast. And it's yeah, because I kept in, telling you. It's and I thought it was rotation. earlier in the show, but uh, we're almost on our three-year anniversary, Gary. I know. What do, what do I you think it's me? time we got to revisit some of the early bourbons. I think the same bottle of Makers that I had from episode one or two, whatever, in the beginning. Yeah. I still have that bottle. Really? So you anyway, don't drink Makers anymore? No. it was my, And when we started, it was my favorite, right? Yeah. So this is Larceny, small batch, 92 proof, John E. Fitzgerald. Not to be compared to John Fitzgerald Kennedy. I saw where he yeah. died at. I thought there would be more ceremony to it. Yeah. It's it's literally an X on the ground. I saw the grassy no. <laughs> One of the Canadians pissed on the grassy no. Felt a little disrespected. But hey. In your head, I think that's a landmark, right? Yeah, assassination. It's a busy ass highway, bro. Like it, it's there's the last just, last president that was assassinated. It's just an X on the ground. I feel like I could probably at least get a statue in where when I where I die at. Yeah, and I'm on down the hill that weeded bourbon is the best, and Larceny does it just as good. I had a recommendation. It's in my backpack. I forgot what it's called, but it's a weeded bourbon. I think made by Heaven Hill. Oh. Starts with a B. I don't know. Anyway, uh, cheers to David! Congratulations on your marathon. Literally accomplished zero, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> I can't give a straight compliment to him. I don't want his head to explode and make him think he's yeah. like something great. So I'll tell him I'm proud of him. And then for every mile he's ran, he's lost three centimeters of hairline. That's true. I actually got hair. That's why we were off last week, Gary. Hair extensions? Yeah, I got hair extensions. Oh, this is dangerous because I've not had dinner yet. Uh-oh. Um, and that Larceny is one of those bottles that tastes so I good. have, and I have to put it, like, not in the in the backpack, but, like, kind of in the side of the back because I'm like, that's the one I'll go to every time. And I'm like, I yeah. have other bourbon that I want to drink. Yeah, but so it's, it's replaceable at 
What's the yeah, price now? Twenty nine bucks. Like, but I, but I'm like, if I'm sometimes if I'm in the mood, it's easy to go to Larceny. The two that it's easy for me to go to: Larceny, Buffalo Trace, mm-hmm. and then Maker's Mark. All three, like just bangers. I got pressure. And the ones that are hard to replace, not hard to replace, but even like semi difficult, like the Weller and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, I gotta have a reason. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of pressure in 2018, 2017, 2018. Uh, we hosted an event at Buffalo Trace. They Where's have we? a little the the Kentucky State Police. Oh, allegedly. And it, it it's not a huge room, but it, 100, 150 people. Yeah. And and I've gotten a lot of people, hey, you need to host one of these things, do it at Buffalo Trace. And I said, you don't realize, at 8 o'clock in the morning, there's 400 people there. I don't know where the fuck we'd park at. <laughs> like, we, we'd have to start at noon as the crowd starts standing out. I would, I need, I, well, I, talk to me after me. this so yeah. I can, uh, <laughs> I need you as a speaker. See me, see me after class. Yeah. Let's go back to the to the uh, hearing aids. Okay. I'm talking to this guy, older gentleman, in really good shape. Super nice. I couldn't even tell you. You know when you go to these events, there's I've got my core group of, of friends that I see, but then you mingle, and I'm very extroverted in these scenarios, so I'll talk to yeah, anybody. You are. So I'm talking yeah. to this guy, and I don't know him. and and But we're talking, whatever. And he's got an, a hearing aid. And I yeah. noticed the hearing aid, but I don't think anything of it. A couple minutes later, I hear him talking. Looks like he's talking to himself. I was like, hey, man, you all right? And he points to his ear. And I was like, yeah, I figured you're half deaf. He had Bluetooth in his in his hearing aid. He could talk on the phone through it. Like a, like a own medically implanted AirPod. So how's that work? I don't know. I missed what you said. My internet I cut out for a second. I said he's got a. So he's talking on the phone through his hearing aid. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like the future. Yeah. So, hey, are you talking to Chat GPT? Listen, that came. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a supply chain dominated field, right? And yeah. So we have this guy, this Harvard educated economist. Remind me a lot of Juan. <laughs> but, I already know the type. And but he came he was outlandish with the shit he was talking about. <laughs> he kicked off the whole event and was the consultant ta- type that can tell you all your problems, but yes. you have to go fix them yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Completely all the shit he's talking quantum computing went over. I'm like, what? And I'm looking around at people. <laughs> And we're all like, we don't There's know what their the heads. Fuck he's talking about. He's talking about, <laughs> uh, he started off with quoting lyrics from Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I'm like, this is. I don't think Juan would quote anything from, from no, Led No, but I, I don't, I was like, how do we follow this? How do I get up and talk after this shit? Oh, this was the guy presenting. He, yeah, this was, I he opened he was the like whole event talking okay. about this. I'm like, I'm just looking around and it's like, You're nobody knows room. what he's talking about. And I'm like, this. Uh, <laughs> You know, they say if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. He was in the wrong room. <laughs> he was in the wrong room. I don't know. It's uh, uh 
It's something wild. Have we even talked about the news? Let's we no. talked about David's uh, marathon. I'm drinking a beer, so let me talk about my beer and then we'll talk about the news. So this week, okay, uh, I've uh, staying local, staying local, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. esoteric, right up the street from me. I did another of their beers on the show, and I think it, I looked. I think it was 2020 that I did it there. It may have been 20, 2013. Yeah, but this is their celestial juicy pale ale, Gary. We don't do pale ale is like the little brother of an IPA. We don't, I don't drink enough pale ales. I feel like we haven't really featured many of them on the show. You did Dale's pale ale though, right? That, yeah. That's... that's more of like, I know it's called a pale ale, but it like, that makes me think of an IPA. It's very hoppy. Pale ales are like IPA hoppy with like, not as like bitter. Um, but then that, yeah. I can do so, without the bitterness. Yeah. This one is definitely very fruit forward. And I was looking at it, it says notes of fresh mango, pineapple, and passion fruit. I definitely get the passion fruit in this, Gary. Is passion fruit a group of fruit or is it no, an it's actual a type fruit? of fruit? It's a fruit. Stupid. It says it will greet me with a twist of candied lemon. Is Expect that a burst of hoppy orange to finish. Probably. Let's try it. It looks, it's a little light looking. Should I stick out my finger? You, you, you just ran a marathon. Fancy. You do whatever you want. I'm surprised you don't have a top hat and a monocle on right now. <laughs> um, this beer, like, you ever just like, in the moment, like, things hit right. Like, this is the right moment for this. Lines day. up. Yes, yes. Yes. That's yes. that that is exactly how I feel right now. You ever so, those moments when you when you don't want to drink and then you get just yeah. the right drink and you're like, I'm in. Yeah. That's what I love about beer. I feel like it there's always a beer for like the right occasion. Like, no, I don't want a sour beer right now, but like but I'll take a perfect pale ale. Schwarzenberger. Great. <laughs> Schwarzenberger. That's on sw- you're close. Schwartz beer. Yeah, I just made it up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the and I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't drink a lot of pale ales. Pale ale is like a style that if I see it on a tap list, I'm like, I probably gonna skip that. If I go to a new brewery, probably I'm gonna skip it. But you're going right to the lager. Lager, like a man. IPA, dark beer, something unique. That's usually mm-hmm. if I have a flight of four, that's usually what I do. Two mainstays and then make it weird after that. Something. Yeah, I got you. Um, something you don't see every day. But anyway, yeah. this one, this just like hits perfect. Like, it's got enough to keep you enough like flavor to keep you interested, but it's not going to be like take over your your thought process if that makes sense. Like you, this is like a beer you can drink like hanging out, but it's also complex enough that you can find a lot of like subtle just like differences in it. If that makes sense. Like this is yeah. like that, that perfect mix of like, it's not going to destroy your, your night or destroy your palate like an IPA would. But then it's also not like I'm going to chug 17 of these, like maybe a lager or something a little bit lighter. So it's like right in that perfect mix. Um, and every, I mean, esoteric is probably one of my top like three or four favorite Cincinnati breweries right now. They just put out some amazing stuff. Um, so I'm really enjoying them. Shout out to Esoteric, Brian. Shout Jensen. out Esoteric. 
Brian Marvin. I know Marvin ran the 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 uh, the half marathon. Did he really? Marvin did. I, I, a brewer would run a half marathon. <laughs> he's not even the brewer. He's the owner. Oh, he's the owner. Well. He's the he's the he's the the the, the uh, money brains guy. Not that a brewer doesn't have brains, but you gotta have a money yeah. guy. You gotta have a creative guy. Yeah, right? like you gotta have For a sure. and You gotta have a creative person. Anyway, yeah, yeah, because the creative person is gonna run through all the money. Yes, they're gonna be like, oh, let's just do all. Let's just things. do it all. But they, speaking of uh, places, I love Esoteric. They are like a, they're in Walnut Hills, and they're definitely like a. Their actual brewery is, is a community like meeting space. They've got so many great events. They do drag brunch there. They do. They have a Bro. Cor- awesome Korean fried chicken. Let me tell you. In the uh, in the tap room. They do. I've been. I've heard, jazz, this live is jazz. like the third time this week I've heard about Korean fried chicken. Salsa. They well, got tell salsa. me. Hold on. Let's pause on the chicken because I'm yeah. very interested in this because I don't know what the fuck it is. What? What? Next time you Korean come, we're gonna go chicken? there. So Korean fried chicken is. Is it spicy? Uh no. So the the sauce can be spicy. But I feel like this is a complete ripoff of Kentucky Fried Chicken, but go ahead. I'm it is different. So Kentucky Fried Chicken has like... 11 herbs and spices. 11 herbs and spices. Definitely breaded, but a, a lighter breading, right? Like a... Which one has lighter breading? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, so we're talking about a... This is like a breaded. thick breaded, like almost like a gummy type of breading. Like you wouldn't, I, you're not on the creative gummy side in a, promoting gummy in a good way. <laughs> okay. Um, but like thicker and like almost creates like a crust, like on the outside of the chicken. So like, it's a, it's like the crust and then the chick, it's like almost like a, imagine like a, a pot pie. <laughs> it's like that layer of like different. Oh, you're, you're talking to, you're talking to the, but not a pot pie, me. but like, but like, Imagine of like two totally different layers, whereas like I think that the that the skin in the Kentucky Fried Chicken it's a, it's just a it's just a heavier breaded, thicker breading. I don't know. I feel like I I'm not describing it well. I think you need to try it next time you come. We're gonna go to Esoteric. We're gonna Let go me tell you how many places accessible. around me serve Korean fried chicken. Zero. That would be zero. And a lot. Serve Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC. Uh, so we have one KFC that's kind of out of the way, but Lee's, the owner of the Lee's, Lee's famous, famous recipe. recipe chicken in Mount Sterling is a billionaire because sure. there's always 14 cars deep in there. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Esoteric, my main man. Uh, I love it. We, we, we talked about I'm this. i take you there when you come to Cincinnati next. Not too long ago, I had a bourbon that I really enjoyed. Yep. Out of New Jersey. Penelope. Penelope yes. is the name of the of the uh, creator's Owners. daughter. Yeah. MGP, who <clears throat> I thought was just like a outsourcer of bourbon, like, you know, yeah. a bourbon, like a bourbon broker. Does that make sense? Like, oh, yeah. you need. That's what I think of the hate. A weeded, a weeded 86 bourbon. We got you. Yep. And, you and then you, you brand it, you market it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just they make, cr- they, they just make they the are, juice. Yeah. 
But they've but, acquired Penelope, who just so happened, sweet Penelope's yeah. on my desk. And I really enjoy this bourbon. Like, as you can tell, I've drank quite a bit of it. Yeah, the white bottle. Yeah. Um, episode, hold on, let me find it. It's not too, it's probably 10 back. 123. Um, but Love the, it. yeah, so they, they acquired it. and did But they, they made the juice for it anyway, right? Didn't they already, already make it yeah. for them? Yeah. And that's the, it says 105 million, which, I mean, good money if you can get it, right? But the 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 I'll sell this podcast out for one hundred seven dollars. <laughs> the beauty of it is like they can they can say, "Hey, we'll, we will give you this money." They don't have to do any like they already know the they're already making it. They already yeah. do everything, and they're like, "Hey, you can even we just want to own it." Um, that's like kind of the kind of like the dream I think for a lot of people. Like, Fuck hey, yes, let's do it, and then. There's all these like, I think people say craft bourbon brands. It's there definitely is like it's similar There's, to like contract brewing and, and craft beer. Like there definitely is contract brewing, but I think that made no mistake about it. Scene, MGP is a gangster in the bourbon industry because yes. they're making shit for a lot of stuff that you think is like straight Bullet. Kentucky bourbon. Like, yeah, yeah, they're making some big brands. They have, um, I think it's Re- George Remus is their is their main brand. I want to say they own, they already own, or they have a, um, I think it's Remus, George Remus. And they're in Lawrence. They're like close to me. They're like right over, right over the river in Indiana in Lawrenceburg. Mm-hmm. A George Remus and Rossville Union Rye straight whiskey. Yeah, they're, yeah, their own products. They have Till Vodka, which I've never seen. Peel like P E E L. No, till T I L L. Oh, till. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. Shout out to uh, MGP. Yeah. So you, while I'm asleep, you uh, Seagrams. That's their biggest. Got me some Seagrams gin. Everybody got yeah. the cups, but they ain't chipped in. But I think uh, they do the Seagrams like the uh, the wine cooler Seagrams, <laughs> whatever they're called, the cooler. Next week. Wine cooler Before week. you go to Hawaii, we're doing wine coolers. Wine cooler week. Bartles and Jane, Seagram's, Boone's Farm. Uh, you want to hear something funny? I don't know that I've ever had a full wine cooler. Right. I don't. I know I've had them, but I, I've tasted them. Yeah, I've tasted them for sure. But I don't think I've ever got drunk on a wine cooler. I have like so. a one of the monster, the hard monsters in my fridge that I was, I was thinking about breaking that out tonight, but I'm like, I want beer. <laughs> well, no caffeine beer. though. It doesn't have caffeine. Yeah. Um, so. so, Gary, we're, we're talking about the bourbon industry. I thought we were over the shortages, but I don't know if you saw this. The shortage yeah. that could you ruin just, the bourbon industry. You can't just fucking grow trees, bro. Yeah. Stand by. I have another drink. Go ahead. Tell there us is a shortage of the white oak, new white oak, used to make the barrels for uh-huh. bourbon. Uh, so I think in the next 10 years, we're going to get a lot of uh, blended whiskeys <laughs> that are. Um, yeah. The, they're going to reuse a barrel too. Yes. Uh, you got to. Like, do you, how, what do you think would have to happen for them to say like, Hey, you can reuse a, a barrel and it still be called. Oh, perfect. oh, listen. Do you think that, you know, would riot? 
Well, fuck. They take it so serious about what makes a bourbon and what you have to have. But the cycle of life for a bourbon barrel is pretty amazing, really. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, can do go, bourbon, you can do, and then you can go whiskey. Yeah. You could do rye in it. it. Goes, you can make it goes syrup. from bourbon. They'll do a lot of them go to like the Irish whiskeys, and they usually end up in the Caribbean, for like rum or some shit. Yeah. Scotch. You know? So I don't know. Be- beer. Barrel aged beer. Bar- yeah. Barrel aged beer. It's a. Uh, it's wild that like first when hit, you think about like, boom, like um you're deflowered by bourbon. <laughs> yeah, like you, virgin that was barrel. My, That's I what was, they should say, virgin barrel. I was born for the for the bourbon. Oh, if we have a if we have a distillery, bourbon distillery, we're gonna we're gonna call it virgin barrel distilling. Oh get that go ahead and get on GoDaddy and get us that. <laughs> I'm looking up right now. Virgin. I feel like we would get sued by uh What's Virgin, Virgin Mobile. Virgin, uh, the uh, Richard Branson. Sorry, it already exists. Virgin Oak, or uh, oh, dang it. no, maybe not. Virgin yeah. Gin, Virgin Ryuku White Oak. I don't know. <laughs> so we haven't got Tiny House Brewing to be, to fucking get to where it needs to be in the world. I know. So we need let's to get focus it. on that. Yeah. When's the next? When's the next batch coming out? I'm gonna keg it tomorrow. You already put it after, in? Yeah. It's a, uh, you're, I think you're going to like this one. It's a coffee. I'm down. Say less. Stout. Don't even tell me. We do a blonde taste test when it's when ready. <laughs> and you say, is this homebrew or is this? Is this? Bourbon? Yeah. <laughs> it's homebrew <laughs> bourbon. They're not be bourbon. Um, yeah. So I'll definitely get you some of it. Um, we, because uh, this is one, I feel like I haven't done one in a while that you would like. But I think you'll definitely like this one. My partner that I went to Dallas with, like I said, I'm I'm the extrovert. He's the more introverted, do your own thing type guy. He wanders back into the to the, the the lobby of the hotel on the second night we're there, obviously feeling pretty good. I was like, Where the fuck did you go? He's like, I went to a brewery. I was like, What? With who? He's like, by myself. I was like, That's you the best motherfucker. That's you. That is me. He said it was so cool because they had just done like a uh, un, unofficial city council meeting there. Like a lot of oh, the council really? members came there and met. And like, I was like, what the fuck? So he was hobnobbing with all the. Yeah. He's Dallas like, you couldn't buy. But he said, you couldn't buy any, any other beer other than their beer. I was like, that's kind of the point. <laughs> Have a brewery. <laughs> that's kind of the point. You know, sell your own shit there. That's funny. But, Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout, shout out to your shout partner. Steve. Steve. Back, Steve. Steve. Um, so you know who um you talk about getting a lot of beer and like delivered to your house and stuff like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. This story I saw I've, it. I've heard I've heard him talk about it, this. So yeah, explain it just this. tickled me to death. <laughs> so the headline and the headline is a story. Dale Earnhardt Jr. So you already know it's gonna be a good story. Junior. Did he do the so derby much... this year? I couldn't. Yes, tell. he did. He was on the infield. He's like, oh I, god. Like, he's like, this is where I'm. This is where I'm used to being in the infield up here. <laughs> Shout out to Mage, winner of the derby. Mage. Um, the, hey, what about? Listen, we didn't even talked about this, but go ahead. You tell this, then we'll go to the derby. The, well, the whole story is the headline. So let me get through the. 
Dale Earnhardt Jr. used to have so much beer delivered to his house that distributors thought he was selling it. I would and love to be that fucking rich. And, like, he used to drive. I mean, when he started, he drove the Budweiser number eight car. And I'm sure he wasn't paying for it. They were like, hey, you got, how much beer do you need? All right. You got it. So like, I need 100 cases. <laughs> like, we, when we said, how much beer do you need? We thought you might, like, you know, a couple 12 packs, whatever. Not 100 cases. They le- legit thought that he was selling on an episode of his podcast, the Dale Jr. Download. Um, yeah, he said that he just, used to party a lot. And they would drink about 100 cases of beer. <laughs> he said, how the hell is he drinking so much beer? We're delivering case after case, and there's not a store in the area in the region that's consuming as much beer in North Carolina. That's crazy, dude. So, Do you remember the Dale, uh, Dale Jr. episode of Cribs? No. They're all, uh, no. Should I, yeah, like, should it, I look it's, it up? It's wild. Do you remember Cribs, though? Yeah, like, TV Cribs, yeah. It's a cool. I just read Bill Bellamy's book. Remember Bill Bellamy? Mm-hmm. TV VJ. I've never listened to a stand-up. I wonder if it's any good. He's good. I actually met him when I worked at Vitamin Shop in Pittsburgh. Well, I think I told the Bill Bellamy story. You did, yeah. yeah. But you didn't know like, who he was at first, right? I was like, you look so familiar, but I didn't want to say anything. And then Were you and like, Bill Biv DeVoe? <laughs> they checked out, and it's like we had a rewards system. He's like, <laughs> this is kind of, I'm like, then I'm like fangirling. Because I'm like, actually, I like you. Yeah. But in his book, he talks about how, like, part of his popularity was because he was, like, you know, pretty clean cut and, like, white people. Like, he was, yeah. like, palatable to white people. And I'm, like, <laughs> palatable to white clearly. People. You, Trevor Noah, who else? That's all I got. Uh, OJ before before the... <laughs> before the incident? Yeah. Oh, shit, David. Um. Yeah. That was my favorite story of the week. And then all the other ones are ups- Oh, the we talked a couple weeks ago about um the the baseball and and mm-hmm. you know teams were saying, "Hey, Milwaukee's decided shorted. to fucking renege on this." And I'm saying Milwaukee you're literally called the Brewers. Right. And the reason why they said it, they they reversed their decision to stop selling or so they they push beer sales to the end of the 8th inning versus the end of the 7th inning. And they said, oh, the reason why we did it is because... Game was moving faster. Yeah, no. Well, the reason why they, they went back is they said that, just in general, people will stop buying concessions after the seventh inning. So... Um, did they find that it didn't help sales or anything? People. Yeah, it costs more to keep people here. And all the other teams are like, well, we're going to keep selling beer after the yeah. seventh inning. Anyway. I got you. You upset me. Why not upset you? The Brewers. Oh, they've upset you. Reds. Hopefully the Reds. I don't know. The Reds need to. Reds should sell like after the game. And then like you get one for the road. <laughs> Listen, the if I go to a Reds game, I want Joey fucking Votto to bring me my beer. That's He probably like, will. He's not playing. Or I don't, I don't even know anybody plays for the Reds right now. Joe, well, allegedly Joey Votto. He's getting 19, $20 million to not play. Listen, P. Rose. You guys. Huh? Pete Rose. 
I mean, what could have hurt if you brought him back? Just try if he can get one hit. I'm sure he could. It'd be like, did you ever watch Mr. 3000, Bernie Mac? No. Oh. Rest in peace. Yeah. Shout out Bernie Mac. All right. Listen, if you've made it this far, we love you. David's going to Hawaii, so just know he may have more money than you. Don't hold that against us. Yeah. We I, are better I than you. I don't have do Hawaii money. I don't have Hawaii money yet. It's coming though. You will. When after this episode of the podcast goes viral, we're gonna have Hawaii You know what you money. do have? What? Cedar Point money. I do we're have Cedar, Cedar Point money. Point. We're going yeah. to Cedar Point this year. I'm July, fine. right? Yeah. You got the tickets, right? Not yet, but I will. Oh. Well, you told me the date. I had to, I've already cleared it with the powers oh. of me. Okay, so we're good? Uh, yeah. I'm going to buy our fast pass, and we can go, and then you can't back out. No. Fuck you, think I'm going to back. <laughs> Here's what you got to worry about. I talk his shit about riding roller coasters. It's all fun and games till I get there and look at the motherfuckers. And then it'd be like, all <laughs> you right. throw up. No, I'd be like, all right, I'm. I'm I'm like a girl. I know no. I don't want to, that's offensive to girls. I'm like a toddler. I'm like, I don't want to do it. Nope. Fuck it. We ain't doing it. You get me on it. And it's the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah. So I'll hold your hand for that. Yeah. Hold my hand. <laughs> Go to our website, beersbeerspod.com. We're all over the internet. They, we we're doing this podcast. I'm supposed to do it last night. This is a peek behind the fourth yeah. wall. I slept all fucking night. So missed out on that. David puts constraints on me today because he's going to a, a dinner. Just eating dinner. Just yeah, just eating dinner. <laughs> I don't know. No, you're going with, with friends. You're going with uh Mary just and Billy to dinner casual. at, at yeah. eight PM on a Friday night. Uh, might as well be going to the club. <laughs> I know. The best time to go to the club at is forty two years old. If I'm going out at eight PM, it's to the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when nobody's there. It reminds me of the Howard Stern thing is like yeah when i was single everyone was like you should go to the club to meet women it's like all right well i gotta have a radio show at six o'clock in the morning so i get yeah, i'm like okay i'll go to the club at like eight he's like i go there there's one girl she's studying <laughs> that's awesome shout out howard stern if you uh if you like this episode please share it please tell a friend oh i, I did tell a bunch of people about the podcast when I was in last thing Texas. i have to tell it so I have to tell you about. Go ahead. I've got I this got. much bourbon. You got until I can finish this much bourbon. Right. So, Gary, are you, you familiar with the concept of hubby scout badges? No. Okay. Hubby? Uh, hubby chubby. Scout. Hubby. Hubby. Okay. No. I go just ahead. made it up. That's probably why you're not familiar with it. So, I can't. So, I fixed yesterday or actually replaced the spigot, the water spigot on my house, outside of my house. Outside? Yeah. Yeah, outside. I replaced it. So I'm like, hey, I got my plumb my plumbing badge to Angie. Because <laughs> all her, all my all her brothers and her dad are all Eagle Scouts. And I'm like, well, I need something. It's like a hubby scout. You're on to something, bro. What do you That's think? a thing. That's a thing. Yeah, I'm trademarking that. You need to have somebody design these badges so we can Yeah, Hubby Scout. Like you're like, you know, I got my what else? Painting. Yeah. Long Plumbing, time. painting, all that. Also, this episode will come out before this day, so I would be remiss if I didn't say Happy Mother's Day. One, yes, to my mother, 
Huge fan of the podcast. Connie, Connie Thomas. Thomas. Shout out Connie. Number shout one out in April. Your mom. Yep. Um, and shout she out my wife, who's the mother of my children. And I jokingly say, she's like, what do you get me for Mother's Day? I'm like, you're not my mom. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I'm going to take the kids out to, to get it. Charlie is going to the national championship of mock trial next week. Nice. And can you be the chaperone? Good. Got a future lawyer in the house. Where do you think, when I think national championship, I think New York, Chicago, <laughs> Orlando, LA. Do you know where she's going? Clarksville, Tennessee. Very similar. Little Rock, Arkansas. Nice. I'm like, that's actually better. Go to the Clinton Museum or yeah. the Clinton Library. Is she excited? Is that this like her first? This might be her first like big trip to do in a uh, without us. Thing. Yeah, like yeah, oh, she's, she's going, you're not going. Fuck no! Why would the fuck would I go to Arkansas? <laughs> so at least you're still in SEC country. That's right, baby. Go hogs! <laughs> Woo, uh, pig suey. Yeah. So we love you. We appreciate you putting up with our bullshit. Do people still listen when we don't post? I know, which is crazy. Or actually when we don't post yeah. than when we do. <laughs> so uh appreciate you the patience of the two weeks off. Shout out to Larson. We only have one week off. What yeah, whatever. Fuck, I don't know. I've had a couple drinks, David. I don't not too sure what we're doing right now. All right. Uh shout out Penelope Bourbon. Shout out Esoteric. Shout out David McKinney who finished a fucking marathon. How many of you bitches finished a marathon? I'm exactly. gonna say it's a low percentage. Not Especially as fast as I, this show. Not as fast as I would run a marathon, but he did okay. Well, like I said, you name the time and place. We're gonna do. I'll I'll start you out with a half marathon. I'll start you out with a fucking. We'll even do a five k. You want to do a boxing match for charity? Yeah, let's do it, dude. Look, like you would just try to overpower me. <laughs> I gotta float I like know. a butterfly, sting like a bee. I'm back on the juice, David. So we could do it. We'll do a boxing match at uh at LFA in Owensboro. <laughs> Owensboro, Owingsville. Sa- Is that same different? Um, same. Where's same Owingsville? Crap. It's where I used to live in, in Bath County. Oh. Between it's between me and Moorhead. You've been through uh, there, but obviously it's <laughs> same. As I didn't even realize it. You can follow David on Twitter and out MMA in and, and, and out in less than a minute, just like uh, just like everything. Just like. <laughs> Just like life. <laughs> you can follow David at MMA McKinney on Twitter. We're at Beers Beards Pod. Twitter. I'm, yeah. Twitter. Hey, yeah. Tuck, Tucker Carlson's got a show on Twitter. I feel like they're going to recruit us next. <laughs> when, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, we'll, we'll take donations for David to get to Maui. Yeah. I don't need any donations. <laughs> what can I say? But you're welcome. Have All you right, ever seen tuned. Moana? We're going to, no. I'll probably watch it on the plane on the way there. Watch it tonight after dinner, your late dinner, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. We'll um, Moana. It's, a, it's a great yeah. movie. Are, are we doing the Disney? You, I mean, you got to name your time and place. Name your, your house. Well, it's in January, time. so they have, the you tickets have not went on sale. Seven months. If we get on a plane together and go to fucking Disney World and run a marathon. Just you and me. Not even Just me and you. That. Yeah, we may be a couple. That's true. Sorry, Abby. <laughs> Sorry, Angie. But 
We're going to go on Space Mountain. Are they, they don't even have Space Mountain anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't they get they rid do. of that? Oh. No, they do. I'm going next month, so we'll figure oh, it out. All right. Anyway, we love you all. Till next week. Toodaloo. David, salute. And we're out. Salute.